If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, I want to start this week's episode by saying thank you for making my podcast part of your routine. There are thousands, if not millions of podcasts out there. So the fact that you chose mine and you have me as your coach and mentor is a great honor for me. So today I wanted to do something a little bit different and extend an invitation to you. Because if you like my philosophies and and you want to be part of a group of people that are hard charging and are taking action towards financial freedom and fulfillment, then all you have to do is hop on a call and talk to somebody on my team at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call to find out how we can help you achieve your goals. You don't have to do it alone. We are here to help. In fact, doing it alone is the longest journey towards success. It's a lonely one on top of that. So just take the next step. All you have to do is say yes, jump on a call, and then learn what you don't know that you don't know, and let's help you fast track towards success. Welcome to the Rise with Rock. You know that last week was the first time that I did not do the Rise with Rock, gosh, in a long, long, long time. I have occasionally had somebody else do it for me, but I think it's going on six years now. So if you think about that, that's 300 episodes every Wednesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I do the Rise with Rock, and I've been doing consistently for now five or six years. And it's um, it's something that I enjoy doing, and I hope that you enjoy getting a little message and a little gem. For those of you who've been following me, you see that um, my journey is one of continual growth. And I go to different events, and I come back, and I share with you some of the wisdom and knowledge. And so I want to share with you a couple of things today that I think have the potential to radically impact your life. Like I mean, major, I've been to a ton of events and of all the events I've been to, this event here probably ranks up in the top, the top three for sure of all events, including my trips to India, meditating with gurus to Bhutan, seven days of yoga with, with, you know, these, these Buddhists, um, Tony Robbins, top events, landmark, all that kind of good stuff. Let me frame it to you this way with a story is you ever gone to a racetrack and you see those greyhounds that chase the white rabbit? Do they ever catch it? No, they never catch it. They just have, it's just out of harm's way. But you know what? Do they go for it every time? Do they go hard? And if you've seen it at the end of the race, the dogs are actually elated. They did not catch it, but they're actually full of energy, full of life because they played the game. They were out there doing it. And one of the things that has become acutely aware for me is that there are different levels of consciousness. And when you're highly conscious, you're highly aware, you have really made a decision where your attention and energy goes. We've heard that sentence before, where attention goes, energy flows and results show. And yet today, because of social media and all of the possibilities and the fact that we are all ADD. Yes, everybody now. Sorry, it's not just, you know, one person, it's everybody. We're getting, we've been trained by the systems out there to get these dopamine hits 
by looking at our phones and looking at different stimulus in order to feel alive. What we really all want are these chemicals and hormones that get activated in our system. And we either use food or drugs or entertainment or alcohol or achievement or results in order to do it. But we are, according to a movie that came out in 2004, I believe it was, and Joe Dispenza was in it, we are chemically addicted at a cellular physical level to the behaviors that we have. I'm going to say that again. We are chemically and physically addicted to the emotional behaviors and responses that we have. Think about when you get up in the morning. Your body drags you to the coffee machine, yes? And you do these things really without consciousness, which means that 95% of what you do is unconscious. How does it get there? It becomes a behavior at some point in time. You are rewarded by some sort of chemical reaction like a dopamine or a serotonin or melatonin or something like that, or a norepinephrine or an andenine. And these make you feel good. You know, that oxytocin um, will activate some chemicals that actually swell your heart. And this is the reason that a mother is activated and becomes nurturing to the child in spite of her fatigue or in spite of her relationship. She will displace other things to take on the love and nurturing of this child. So it's geniusly wired that way. But did you know that there's other things that can create oxytocin in our system and when you have a lot high levels of oxytocin you come from a place of love you can't be angry right you can't be those other emotions so this whole week was a lot about what creates these chemical addictions how can you transition and change them to become the highest and best version of yourself so check it out four levels of of consciousness level number one is what you call um to me it's a low level of consciousness. It's basically your victim mentality. It's where you believe that things are happening to you. You're unaware of the gift of the situation or the wisdom that can be drawn from the lesson that's delivered to you disguised as a problem. So you live in this, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. That's happening. The flight's late. The business closed. I lost my job. I got a crappy boss uh, and all those things, right? I ran out of gas. Well, maybe you ran out of gas because you were not conscious, didn't see that there was some gas left in the car. And but yet because of the cycle you're in and the level of awareness that we're in when we're at that level puts us into victim mode. Victim mode is 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 a word that a lot of people don't like. But look at it this way. It simply means you've given up your power. Does that make sense? It's not like a bad thing. It's not like you are or you're a terrible person. You're playing the victim. No, you've just have a level of awareness that doesn't allow you to get the gifts of that situation. You follow me? So don't look at it ne necessarily as, um, as a bad thing. I would invite you to look at it as a thing where you come from not knowing, not being open. Your focus is going to the problem, not to having maybe been aware of what's going on so that you could avoid that problem by being more conscious, which would bring you to level two, which is the level of the achiever. So the first level is to me, and that would put the second level at by me, by me, B-Y, me, by me. That's you taking ownership of your life. And I've lived a lot of my life. There's a warrior charge, massive goals, firewalk, let's go, boom, right? So now you're like, hey, life is difficult. I get that. 
You, you know, it's not going to be handed to you. You got to go for it and you grind and you, you know, the Grant Cardones of the world, right? Buy me. And that's not a bad thing. It's just the second level of consciousness. And that's where people are, are taking ownership for the results in their life. And so I probably have oscillated most of my life between those two places. And if I look at what Tony Robbins teaches is it's mostly that, right? Is overcome your limiting beliefs, overcome the things where you feel badly and shift into a place where you can take massive action. You can overcome your, your, your fear. You can step into it. Just say yes, go for it, which is all great. And those are the two beginning levels. But both of those are like chasing the white rabbit, right? You never get fulfilled. You never get satisfied. You're exhausted. You run and you run and you run and you never catch the rabbit. You're alive, better than being dead. Uh, you're making shit happen, but it doesn't feel fulfilling. Now, the third one is through me. And what that essentially means is that now you start to raise your consciousness and you start to be more tapped into intuition. You know what I mean? When you get this idea or when an idea, uh, somebody comes along and offers you an opportunity and you feel like saying yes and it works out. When you don't work so hard, but things come to you, right? The universe now, you're more dialed into the frequency of the universe. You're allowing things to happen. You're still doing your part, but you're not fighting against yourself. You're not playing the victim. When you get the flat tire, you know, you put the radio on, you sing, you change it, you have a spare tire, you move on, and all of a sudden you see that there was a car accident ahead that maybe you avoided. And you start to see that things are happening for you, with you, right, through you, and you become more elegant in your behavior, less resistant, and things just start to happen. You decide to buy a stock and it goes up 100 to 200%. You get a tip from somebody and you take it or you don't take it because you're more tapped into the universal power if you believe that. That makes sense? So can you see as, as, as you do all of these things, you start to change your energy. Now, how do you do that? Well, of course, the, um, one of the methods is meditation. Meditation, for meditation's sake, I learned this week is good, but when you are really doing it in an intentional way, the way I did it this week, you start to, you start to climb through the consciousness levels until you are able to be more connected with source, with one and things like that. And then the gurus and uh, the Buddhas, they're at the fourth stage, which is as me, which is really where they are. They are one with the universe. There's, there's, there's no resistance. They tap into it and their mind is now vibrating at a frequency that's very, very high. If you look at a book, I don't know if I have it here, called Power Versus Force, Force. I think it's written by Dr. Hawkins. And he talks about the fact that we are electrical beings and that when you are in anger and shame and guilt and all of that, you're vibrating at one or 200 uh, frequency. And love, of course, and, and peace and passion and bliss are up at 900 or something like that. And if you look at the four levels I just talked about, the transition from power versus force is around 400 approximately. Don't quote me on that. And that takes you from force, right, by me, through to through me. And then you have emotions that are more like, you know, bliss and love and joy and grace and peace. And now you're not fighting so much anymore. So I wanted to share this with you because it became a profound reminder for me that when you do the things that bring you back into connection with 
um, with the universal power that's available, you don't have to work so hard. Now, it doesn't mean that you lie around and like the secret meditate and the bike appears. Uh, now that could happen, um, but there's a thing that, you know, I think in the Bible it says that uh, God helps those who help themselves, right? So it, it's really, we weren't put here, I don't believe to just sit around and meditate, but there's a part of us that can reconnect strongly. And many of you probably already know this, so this is just repetition. But for those of you that have doubted this or who have questioned it, um, I just wanted to reaffirm this to you of the power that and the experience that I had. Um, I had many, many blessings this week that happened, many, many breakthroughs, many, many signs of, of uh, meeting great people, businesses continue to do well. And in many cases, the less I do, the better they do. Maybe that's because I'm such a nut. And I should just get out of the way and let the people on my team that are great do it. But that's another story. So there's a thing, a concept, if you will, called the signal that we can receive, yes, from the universe. And then there's the noise that we create in our brain called our negative self-talk. So one of the things I'm going to invite you to look at, which has been startling to me, really, 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 really watch your inner narrative. How often I caught myself, even in this beautiful place on this, you know, trip, uh, you know, judging my the way I was meditating. Uh, I shouldn't. Uh, oh, my back is sore while I'm standing here uh, on the beach looking at the ocean. I should be in better shape. Oh, uh, I'm now criticizing myself. I shouldn't be criticizing. It was incredible the micro conversations I had. Other people were maybe having better breakthroughs. Uh, physically or verbally or appeared to. And then I was like, well, how come I can't? There's, and, and I'm, you know, I consider myself pretty good at the, at the inner narrative game and, and at self-talk and, and even try to teach it to a degree. And yet I still have so much self-judgment, so much self-judgment. So you've heard me say this before, talk to yourself like a dog. Um, it's even more powerful to me now because I realize that I'm really, really harsh on myself. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. So many times I should be up at three o'clock now meditating for two hours and working out and doing yoga and eating this and eating you know, like, so let me just say, probably be kind to yourself, like to really be kind to yourself. And when you catch yourself judging yourself, it's probably because you also judge others and you judge others in order to protect yourself and make sure you're safe and make sure that they're not going to take advantage of you or whatever the case may be. But I would give you a seven day challenge and really take this to heart. Journal when you catch yourself with that inner narrative that is not supportive. Why is it so important? Because you're creating the frequency all the way from shame, guilt, all that right up to joy, peace, and bliss. And you're conditioning that, that frequency into your neurology and you're getting addicted chemically. And if you don't believe me, look at the movie, What the Bleep. You're getting addicted chemically to recreate those states. That's why Tony Robbins says states everything. Because when you recreate on a chemical neurological level, anger, frustration, disappointment, that becomes your body's memory 
of how it's supposed to recreate the 95% stumbling to the coffee machine. Well, 95% when you're stumbling to the coffee machine, you're having a very similar emotional state. I'm tired. I wish I didn't have to get up. Whatever it is. Or maybe joy. I'm like so excited about my life. So how can we get ourselves to level up those emotional addictions we have? And we do it by becoming more conscious. And then being more grateful and being more joyful and more appreciative for what we have. And then you start to move away from the lower level vibrations, the victim mentality as a, as a, as a general category, move into the achiever, make it happen. You're not any longer a procrastinator or somebody that, that feels crappy or that complains so much, right? Because complaining, what are you doing? You're setting off a frequency to the universe saying, my life sucks, I'm not happy where I'm at. And guess what? The way it works is it just sends the, the signal back and matches it. It's going to send you people around. Misery loves company. No, misery loves miserable company, right? It loves the same match. So let's move. So I guess what I'm saying on this Rise with Brock is, is through your practices of meditation and awareness, I would invite you to want to have to move or, or to be able to move up the levels of consciousness. Don't just be the dogs chasing the white rabbit and be an achiever and set a goal and then get another one and set another one and set another one and never be fulfilled, right? The goal is the emotional states that you condition yourself to live in. I'll say that again. The goal is not to catch the rabbit. The goal is not to become a millionaire. The goal is not to have six pack. The goal is to have the emotional states while you're contributing to society and achieving all those things as a byproduct. And it kind of goes like this, is rather than achieve to be happy, if you can get yourself into the practice of happily achieving, your life is going to be so much better. And it will be less and less effort because as you move down the scale, the universe will go, oh, look, that person is experiencing joy and gratitude and grace. Let's send those equivalent emotions to that person. So not only will you be happier, you'll be in happier environments because energy always wins. An environment creates energy. Yes or yes. If you, if you don't believe that, put on your favorite song right now and try not to feel a little bit of a groove, right? And put on a really crappy song that you hate, something that you really don't like. Like for me, heavy metal, I don't like that. It's my, not my thing. And, and then it affects me, right? Put yourself into a beautiful environment on a beach at a gorgeous hotel and you just feel better. Put yourself into a crappy environment, whatever that is for you, stuck in traffic in a car full of, of, of dirt and it's being dirty and grungy and see if it doesn't affect you. So work on improving your physical, visual, mental, internal, spiritual environment. Let's move up the conscious scale. Let's create a life with less effort, more joy. And as you do that, you're going to see that chasing the rabbit is going to be exhilarating and fun, but also fulfilling. This has been your four levels of consciousness. I hope you got some value out of today. If you did, then surely share this with a friend. Have them come join me next week as we do this all the time. That's about it for now. Life is pretty awesome. Hope you're enjoying it. And even though we are through these incredibly challenging times, aka COVID, down here where there's a temptation for all of us to be victims because of whatever the circumstances are, let's transition through and create a higher vibration so we can all happily 
achieve while running after the white rabbit and still be happy along the way. My name is Rock Thomas, and I am your whole life millionaire mentor. Have a beautiful, blessed day. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.